So today you're going to find out the trajectory of the rest of your life. And to mask the cruel, arbitrary nature of these proceedings, we will enlist the help of a singing hat. What the fuck chapter are we on? Seven? Chapter seven, the sorting hat. So the professor uh, Catwoman answers the door and is like, come on in. And the narrator describes her as a witch, which I really do think just means female wizard in this universe. So that's kind of disappointing to me for some reason. I don't know why. And then she gets on her high horse about how all the first years look like shit. And then she's like, oh, by the way, you're going to be sorted into houses and you'll basically eat and hang out with your house, so hopefully you didn't make any real good friends with anyone on the train, because there's a good chance that person will be in a different house. And then she talks about how all the houses all earn points if they do good stuff, and they lose points if they do bad stuff, and so they're all in like a competition with each other, which that's cool and that's very healthy, and this is like fucking wizard education and the reproduction of hierarchy. Google it. And the wizard kids are all going to become indoctrinated into the capitalist order for some reason. And that's all going to be great. And then she leaves, and Harry asks Ron how they sort the houses. And Ron is like, some sort of painful test, or my brothers are dicks. One of the two. One of those two. And then Harry becomes like insanely nervous for some reason, even though he knows for a fact that Ron's brothers are dicks and would lie about something like this. Because um, he thinks that he's going to have to like take a test in front of a bunch of strangers. And that is scarier to him than the constant abuse he suffered throughout his life. And then, like, for some reason, these ghosts all come out of the walls, and they start, like, talking shit on some other ghosts. And one of the ghosts is like, I hope I see some of you in Hufflepuff, the house for dumb people, which is what my house was, because I'm dumb. And then the ghosts leave, and the Catwoman comes back, and she has this ragged old hat, and it turns out it's actually an anthropomorphic hat. And as if that wasn't bad enough, it's a fucking singing anthropomorphic hat. And so we have to fucking listen to this stupid hat sing this stupid fucking song about how it's an omniscient article of clothing, and then it describes all the houses, and it's like, Gryffindor is the house for the good people, and Ravenclaw is for, like, witty, smart people, and Hufflepuff is for fucking losers, and Slytherin is for the fucking sociopaths. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold on. Why the fuck is Slytherin still a house? Why don't they just go, you know, fuck this house. This house is full of bad people that are always fucking everything up. And just be like, okay, we're going to sort you into four houses. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and uh, back to the train station. Just kick all these motherfuckers out immediately. Easy. Done. See you later, fucking Voldemort. Bye-bye, Dracula Malfoy fucking crabapple and gargoyle or whoever the fuck your friends names are you're all out you're all fucking gone and so then ron is like oh so we just put on a hat my shit heel brother said we had to like wrestle a troll and it turns out that nothing that dude says can be trusted which is literally the only character trait that, that brother has ever exhibited 
And so then this girl named Hannah Abbott puts on the hat, and the hat is like, oh, you're a shitty Hufflepuff kid. Your labor power will be exploited by the other houses, and the surplus value you create will flow as far away from you as possible, and you will toil in a meaningless existence for the rest of your life so that the few may benefit from your sacrifice. And everyone's like, yay, Hufflepuff. And then Susan Bones puts on the hat, and the hat is like, are you kidding me? Your name is Susan fucking Bones. You will be ground up and you will wither into dust and uh, just because the ruling classes find nothing of value in your backbreaking sacrifice, Hufflepuff. Yay! And then the kid named Terry Boot puts on the hat and the hat is like, congratulations, sort of. You are a member of the technocratic class that is forced to toil in intellectual labor, which is better than the menial physical labor of Hufflepuff, but still doesn't come with the rewards of the ownership classes. Yay! And then Sonia fucking Dick Tingle went to Hufflepuff, and Jacob Coilchode went to Ravenclaw, and then someone named Lavender Brown went to Gryffindor, uh, and then a Bossy Girl went to Gryffindor, and Ron was like, oh, brother. And uh, it's like, guys, just fuck already. And then Neville Longbottom, and that's like, I swear I'm not even making that name up, that's like his actual name, and he's the sad kid with lost his toad. He goes to Gryffindor, and then we get to Harry, and the head is like, uh, you're good at everything. And Harry's like, just not Slytherin, and the head is like, are you sure? Fine, Gryffindor. And like, let's be honest, I was thinking he was going to Hufflepuff because I wanted this book to be better than it is. He went to Gryffindor which is like the most fucking boringly predictable house for him to go to. And and also then Ron goes to Gryffindor and says like, oh, that's convenient. All of the characters that we've met, except for like the shitty evil kids, are going to Gryffindor. And so we got the good guys in Gryffindor and the bad guys in Slytherin. And who gives a shit about either of the other two houses? And then Mumblecore gets up there and he's like, I want to say a few words, shlamazel. Blagojevich, and it's like, all right, you fucking dork, you're like a wacky old man. Either that, or you're suffering from like dementia, and that would explain why you sent Harry to be abused. So they eat and they talk to this fucking ghost with some like really dumb name that I'm not even gonna write down. Um, I'm not even gonna bother to remember it. And he like takes his head almost all the way off and like swings it around, and he puts it back, and everyone's like, dude, we're eating. Why are you doing that? You sick fuck. And then Ron calls him Nearly Headless Nick. And Nearly Headless Nick is like, uh, I would prefer if you didn't call me that. And then the fucking narrator keeps referring to him as Nearly Headless Nick. So, like, even the narrator is like, fuck this guy. And then the weird sad kid with the missing toad is like, oh, yeah, so I had this uncle that would try to kill me, like, as a joke to see if I could do magic. Which seems incredibly dangerous. I swear to God, the wizards are like the least moral people on the planet. What the hell is up with these wizards? And then Harry is just listening to Bossy Girl drone on and on. And all of a sudden he sees like a swarthy, greasy dude with a hooked nose. And the dude looks at him and Harry like fuels his evilness or something. And it's like, why the fuck doesn't anyone talk about how weirdly anti-Semitic this book is? Like, this is the second weirdly anti-Semitic thing that is being described. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, that's Professor triple parentheses, Snape, and everyone knows that he's a total asshole, but no one does anything about it because it's fucking wizard school, and we have a whole house dedicated to easy... Everyone's like, oh, that's Professor Snape, everyone knows he's a total asshole, but no one does anything about it because it's fucking wizard school, and we have a whole house dedicated to evil sociopaths, and who really gives a shit, you know? And then Mumblecore speaks again, and he's like, 
Uh, no magic after class, and Quidditch tryouts are in two weeks, and oh, don't go to the third floor unless you want to die a horrible, grisly death. Now let's all sing a song. And then everybody fucking sings the same song, but like in to different tunes. And then at the end, Mumblecore is like, ah, you know, sometimes I think that the real magic is music. And you're like, what the fuck? And then everybody goes off to their dorms or whatever, and there's like this shitty ghost named Peeves, and he's like a smart-ass ghost or something. And then Harry has a dream where the giant purple turban of the nervous professor guy is telling him to become a Slytherin. And then the shitty evil kid is laughing at him. And then that kid morphed into the hook-nosed Snape. And then there was a burst of green light. And then the narrator is like, Harry believed in the green light, the orgastic future that year by year recedes before us. It eluded us then, but that's no matter. Tomorrow we'll run faster, stretch our arms out longer. Whatever. And that's the end of the chapter. So, I mean, the houses are pretty fucking weird. It, there really does seem to be this, like, capitalist apologist through line. And I hate that it's, like, an innate characteristic. Like, it's something that is just inside you and, and presumably immutable. Although, I don't know, maybe with the dream, there's some hints that it that there's more complexity to that. But I think I'm going to reserve too much judgment on the house structure system until I see how it starts to really play out. But suffice it to say, at this point, it seems um, 